Hey, good evening. This is D. Horace Towns, the Black Super Friends. Welcome to the real. Boy, y'all getting to be official like a whistle. Hello, this is D. Horace Towns the host for tonight's show, the host for the Black Super Friends podcast. I am joined by, I'm not doing the math. Listen, math on my thing. I am joined by two additional Black Super Friends tonight while we await uh, Mario to come into the studio. Um, so welcome to another show. This is the Black Super Friends podcast, top five in the nation, top five in the world. If you heard about it, here we are. So. Before I go to anything else, I want to introduce two of the people that I call my best friends, which consist of my black super friends. First off, I'm going to the person that shares my Zodiac sign. I like to call him Chris the Magnificent Leo. Yes, yes. I'm happy to be here, fellas. Kings live forever. I know. My gospel. Hey, and then I'm going to his side. I ain't going to go left or right. I'm just not there tonight. And introduce my brother, who is known on screen as the ladies' man. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Good evening, ladies. Good evening, gentlemen. Welcome to the Black Super Friends Podcast. Let's begin. All right, let's get straight to it. We're waiting on Mario to join us in the studio, but Mario might be still celebrating. Amen. At you, buddy. Holiday. It is his anniversary. It is his anniversary. Mario Jr. Jr. on the way. Hey, before we go to the sponsor, I want to highlight a new sponsor. He didn't even know he was a sponsor to tonight, but we're trying to change people's lives. The sponsor for tonight's show is Kendall's House of Hot Dogs, home of the footlong. You'll be so you'll be so excited you'll want to bite it. Kendall's home of hot dogs. <laughs> yep. Shout out to that that new uh black entrepreneur pro Negro. <laughs> yeah, man. I remember when it used to be Beanie Weenies. Now he got man. a full grown hot dog. Way to go, my brother. Way to go. They're excited. Hey, man, I wanted to go to you guys um, and talk about some trending news. First off the bat, man, it was a viral video that went around today, and I really wanted to get y'all take on it. I'm going to go to my comment. Make sure you get into Lion Megan the Stallion. Jeffrey Lede for Cold Red has already joined in. Amber Dawkins, Walton, how y'all doing for joining us so early in the show? I want to talk about trending news, guys. And I want to talk about a viral video of a Pee Wee League coach that was caught. Now, I don't know the story, but from the video that I seen, I seen an angry coach, I'm assuming after a loss, walk onto that field and hit that child in the head so hard, even though he had a helmet on, that he changed the kid's direction. On more than one occasion. So I don't know if y'all seen that video, but what was your thoughts on that video, Chris? Uh well, as a former high school and uh travel basketball coach, I was disgusted by it. Um I was really, really, really disgusted by it because at the end of the day, it's like a, a child the children's safety is our number one concern, and what it should be our number one concern. And when I was coaching, I took pride in the fact that parents trusted me with their kids 
uh, even when traveling tour back and forth from games, parents really trusted me with their kids, and I took a lot of pride in that. And I think that for this man to to do that, it's just it's it's just disheartening to me. But what threw me off more than, than that is where was the other coaches? You know what I'm saying? That football has a lot of special coaches on it on the field. Where was any of those coaches that? When this kid was getting hit like this, um, I just, I just, I can't understand that. I, I, there's been a lot of outcry from, you know, public figures. I heard LeBron talk about it, what he, what he would do if it was his son. But the crazy thing about it is that was somebody's son, and that person's, the lady, the mother is basically taking up for the um coach, which is, which is crazy. When I heard his um his apology was like it was terrible like at the end of the apology he said well if the kid has forgiven you have forgiven me and the mother has forgiven me then what like like what's our problem well our problem is we don't want to see coaches do abuse kids that's that's borderline that's assault that's honestly that's assault so that's that's the issue that i have with that I think that um at, at that level of coaching, which I have been on that level of coaching, it's not about wins and losses. I think the pressure from maybe the parents and just the pressure alone from coaching can make you get wrapped up in the wins and losses. When I was coaching, um, and I was coaching for Ball for Life, headed by Brandon Arnett back in Palm Beach, which I suggest you send your kids there. Um, we talk more about we talk more about teaching the game instead of the wins and losses, especially on that specific level. Now, again, I think that what's happening, probably that kid missing an assignment, probably was out of, out of bounds or offsides or something like that. That's coaching. And I parallel, I parallel that with parenting. A lot of times a kid do something, we beat the kid and think that, okay, that's, I, I did my part. And if not, if we, if we, spend more time or at least 90% of teaching and we would do, have to do 10% of discipline. Like that is, that is your preparation. You cannot beat that kid because you had poor preparation and, and, and poor coaching and, and poor teaching. That's, that's, it's, it's, it was just really, really disheartening to me, man. So, um, I don't know. Zay, what you got? Um, and I'm trying to figure out how to do was alive myself. Um, that's crazy. I don't even understand. That's past coaching. That's past coaching. You don't do that to anybody's kid. You know what I'm saying? We're all up here. We're fathers. And we've all been through that peewee league or we played football or basketball and we've been chastised by coaches. We've been cursed out. You feel me? Dacked up. We ain't been slapped like that. You got to think about all of the, the cases that's coming out right now with football and these head injuries and them helmets not really being sufficient. And for you to haul off and hit that kid like that, man, come on, you, you you kidding right now? Like, that didn't even have to be my son. I got a daughter. I don't even have a son. And I think I would have slid out the stands and had to ask you what's happening with you. You feel me? I really would have to check your temperature in the words of my brother because that's wild. And I got homeboys who do coaching, and, and they, they do a phenomenal job at coaching. They have a traveling team, and they discipline those kids, and they talk to them hard the way that men should. Mm-hmm. But they ain't doing none of that. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? You don't put your hands on another nigga, on another child, uh, another man's kid. Excuse me, but hey, I'm a guy out of character. You you don't put your hands on another man's child. 
without some okay. But I also too, I'm gonna take a book out of you. I'm gonna take a page out of your book, Chris, and I'm gonna say, where's the father? You know what I'm saying? Right now, I know there's a lot of women that are doing their job as far as trying to find an outlet for these young men through sports or what have you. And you have coaches who are there for the most part. I'm, I'm going to say their their job is to try to be there, to be that male figure in those kids' lives. I think in that case with that guy, he went over the line. You understand what I'm saying? And and I think that the mothers are doing their part as far as trying to find an outlet for that testosterone for those young men. But they shouldn't be doing that. You know what I'm saying? It should be that that should be that father taking that kid out there to that football field or even to a barbershop to get a haircut. Where I see a lot of women doing that where he would have been able to check that man. It shouldn't be that mother going, oh, yeah, I understand. I apologize. And I see where you coming from. You understand what I'm saying? And, and the mom. All right. With the apology. How the father feel? Because I don't think he all right with that apology. Yes. OK. Good plan. I don't know. Though. I'm just I'm just a girl. dad. What you got for him, Hart? No, I was going to say, um, I did see the, the mom's comments about it, and that made me wonder. I'm like, I wonder if she have some kind of romantic link to the coach. Because mm. let's be honest, for coaches mm. out there, I salute you because most I have observed those single moms have an infatuation and love affair with the coaches. And, you know, mm. everybody's not responsible enough to abstain, not thinking about the trauma you're putting on this kid. You know what I mean? That my mom yeah. messed with coach and all that stuff and uh but i i must say that as a growing up my first coach i was a very shy kid i don't care what y'all say my first coach was our city manager bill wilkin my best friend's dad and he was more like a father figure he was like a bill cosby type right and then all the other coaches i had were like stern rough the kind that's gonna hey you can't be scared around me you know what I mean? He, they gonna pull any fear that you had in you out, man. And I, 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 I played for the legendary Coach Sutton, who affectionately, man, you might get kicked in the behind on the sideline. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, but none of that that I saw was that. I saw somebody taking out their frustration and life disappointment on a kid, and it wasn't acceptable. And I, and I hold everyone else accountable. Uh, same shame on the mom because I'm like I'm suspect on you because they're traumatized. I've had a coach that I didn't respond to who was the kind that cussed the kid out. Every kid don't respond to that. You right. might have yeah. a kid that's grew up in that environment that can respond to that, but most kids, you you killing my courage, you killing my confidence, you killing you know me. So every kid doesn't respond to that man. So I hope that he didn't have a negative impact on this young man. And there's a kid. I'm pretty sure they was six. It can't be I no more. Like seven or eight. And then he double dipped. He went back for more. Like, what's happening with you, man? What kind yeah, of frustration yeah, you got trying to get off on this kid, man? That that bothered me. Yeah. Like, that's <laughs> more like, where's the other? Where's the other coaches? Like, where's the other grown men? Like, when that when those kids are in your custody, those are your kids. You must right. be right. like that. At least that's what I was told when I was coaching. Those are your kids. So. If you see a, a, another grown man knocking down this kid, violently hitting his kid, you gotta, you have to say something to him. I don't care if that's the that's head. Head. I don't care. You need to say something. Hey, bro, that's 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 a little too much, bro. Chill out. And then you go for a second hit. Maybe if someone, maybe if someone stepped in, then it wouldn't have been a second hit. Like this, this, this is crazy, man. You, we cannot take 
take that level of of, of sports that seriously. These are children. These are just children. It, really? That's no million dollars to win. That's no suit. That's not a Super Bowl. It's just a game. And and it, it, it's just crazy to me. How can you get to that level? And like like you said, Horace, I think this life frustrations you taking out on on that kid. It, that, that, I don't think it has much to do with the kid, but it's just sad. Man. Well, to resolve in that was the uh, a poor uh, interview, a poor apology by the by the adult, and I was I read that the man was banned from coaching from I guess Pop Warner Pee Wee League. So I don't know if that's if that's the final resolve because you should be banned from a lot of stuff. You have to examine that person's personality. Uh, but. I want to go straight into the microwave while I got, I see got Jeff Lede in the comments still. Um, I'm going to ask you something. And this was a meme that I joined in on a few weeks ago. And, bro, it really it really went for a long time. It was a good little thread. And uh, men and women were on both sides of the fence with it. Um, Chris is freezing. Hey, Chris, is it wrong... Yeah. To keep smashing a woman who is deeply in love with you, but you have zero feelings for her. In fact, I'm gonna go to Zay on this one. Is it wrong to keep smashing a woman who is deeply in love with you, Zay, but you don't have those same feelings? In fact, it says you have zero feelings for her, Zay. Please share your thoughts on this topic. At first, at first light of this topic, I said, Oh, hell no. Because he grown. But then I sat back and I thought about it. And he is wrong. I thought about what my friend Mario said. And he said, you got to end that contract. You understand what I'm saying? So if you're dealing, because when you're dealing in that realm, again, they always say, you know, men, they can smash and they don't care. That's not necessarily true. You know what I'm saying? They just contain it and they understand the level of caring that they got to put into it. Women are different creatures. You know what I'm saying? They think with their heart. So if y'all smash and they feel like, first and foremost, if you smash, there's some type of uh, uh, attraction there. You see what I'm saying? And for a guy to keep on knowingly knowing that, you know what, this ain't going to go nowhere, and he hasn't defined that up front, I think he's dead wrong. Now, if he defined it up front, and there's two adults that are having consensual sex, he's not wrong at all. He's not wrong at all because she signed up the dotted line. So she know exactly what she signed up for. And accountability is something that we talk about heavily. We're not going to be allowed to let them slip that night of accountability with that. Just because they thought that this man was going to change his mind. I'll put this box on. But that's just my thought. I could be wrong. What you got? Uh, well, you know what? Let me go. Let me go to horse first. I want to hear what he got to say. because <laughs> I, I may be a little different. Okay. Well, yeah, because Xavier, your comments were interesting, my friend. <laughs> I, I wanted to say interesting indeed. Uh, let me ask y'all guys something, especially with this one. And I posed this question being, I'm going to put on my asshole hat tonight. The comment said, is it wrong to keep smashing a woman who is deeply in love with you, but you have zero feelings for her? Let me ask y'all a question. If a store leaves the doors unlocked, and a homeless or hungry person go in to grab a snack every night. Is it mm. robbery or is it charity? I think that's charity. Okay. All right. You know, he might sweep up after he leave, but every night you leaving this thing unlocked. Mm -hmm. Um, so 
I will say that we had a movie about this. It was called Thin Line Between Love and Hate. Y'all remember that with Martin and yeah. uh, the pretty old lady? Can't think of her name. <laughs> Very iconic uh, actor, so I apologize for not knowing her name. Um, I can't say it's wrong. I can't say it's wrong. I will say that it's probably reckless. I'm going to Right? Okay. I, will, I will, however, highlight the danger factor. Um, how many times in our community have we seen stories like this where a dude is smashing and like a term that my daddy told me, you hit the button. When you didn't did some things to that woman that she's never going to yeah, be man. able to cover for, you didn't went too far inside. You didn't, you tapping cervix. You yeah. didn't pump your juice down. Uh, Listen, at that point, you got to know what comes with that. So I will say that you got to highlight the danger factor. And many people have actually died in these kind of um, relationship scenarios. Mm -hmm. Do not play with a woman when she is in, she thinks that she is in love with you. Because a lot of time, a lot of the most iconic Hall of Fame meat slangers have had women that have drove cars into buildings. They have mm -hmm. killed themselves. They have killed him. Uh, my boy from Tennessee, I can't remember the quarterback. Steve uh, McNair. Steve McNair. Steve McNair was having an affair with a young lady, uh, twice his twice his age or whatever. Home, you know, his wife is home. He's at her house taking a nap. She shoots him in the head while he's taking a nap. He's waking up like, "What the fuck happened?" You know. So no, I think. Yeah. <laughs> well, he had to wake up somewhere. So <laughs> I can't say it's wrong. I will say that it's very very reckless. And you have to be able to deal with what comes with that, man. Because a lot of people uh, do things and they be like, I don't know why she's acting crazy. You definitely know why she's acting crazy. So you got to have some responsibility for that. Chris? Uh, well, that's a couple of things in this post that, you know, I think that, that we need to have shed light on. Um, the devil is always in the detail. Mm. The first thing is this. It says good. Good is subjective, so we would have to define no wrong. That's what they were said. Wrong is subjective. My wrong may be not, may not be your wrong. Her wrong may not be my wrong. And what I've seen from the um, Ken Samuel's uh, clip that man and woman can watch the same exact clip, hear this, hear it, and get two totally different views from it. Hear two totally different things, see two totally different things. So the wrong thing, I, I throw that out because that's subjective. Um feeling, and they say zero feeling. So it said the yeah, it says feeling. Okay, I believe that when we talk about these situations, we only talk about the feeling of love and like and things like that. But there's more feelings in that that, that they are. So I believe that we never talk about hate, dislike, or lust because those are also feelings. And for some strange reason, hate and dislike seems to be more triggering and have emotional con contact. I mean, a connection to people than other than, than the love and like. I give you an example. People can say they hate you, but then re then like your post, comment on your post, or just comment to troll you. They they they'll be around just because they hate you, um, and then and, and then with lust, like we forgetting that lust is another feeling. 
So it's not zero feelings. It's just not the feeling, the light and love feelings that can keep that can keep them going. And we, and when we talk about lust, like she might do something really really good. I think that as men can separate sex from feelings, they just have the ability to separate sex from feelings. If she, he doesn't have to like you per se to um to have sex with you, especially if you're really really good at one area of sex. That man will continue to come back because you're really, really good at that one area of, of, of sex. And when it comes down to you telling me about that she loves you, I, I, I tell men to be very, very cautious of that. Women will tell you they love you, but I personally believe, this is just my opinion, until, especially for the date man, not the married man, maybe not even the, the long-term relationship guy. But as a, as, as a dating guy, be careful about women telling you they love you. I personally don't believe that. I believe that women love what you provide. And I believe that women love uh, how do you make them feel. But I don't per se believe that they actually love. So I don't think that I think that you can continue to do that. I think that we all adults whoever feels like they're being wrong, whoever feels like they're being wrong, that is the person that's that's supposed to stop it. Not the person that's getting what they want out of the deal. If I'm getting pleasure and I'm happy with this deal, you the one have to stop it. I, don't, I understand the Mario thinks that I'm one, that we supposed to be the uh, the contract breakers, but I think that whoever's not getting what they want out of the deal, those are the people that should be the contract breakers. But agree, that's agreed, Chris. That's, that's that's like right along the lines of what I was saying with you being an adult. You are the personal, or you are the CEO of you. You feel yeah. me? So therefore, you know what you do like, or what you can stand and you can't stand. And whenever uh, the heat is hot, you need to get the hell out of the kitchen. That's what they told us when we were young. So exactly. I mean, you know when it's too hot for you, get up out of there. So as adults yeah. too, and accountability, I don't think that you can rightly fault that man because if he's finding pleasure in it, he gonna keep going back. But if you've seen yeah. that you're not getting what you want out to deal as uh, as the other party, you got to blow the whistle. Exactly. Let's be honest. I ain't being tender on this subject. Who don't like free food? Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, being real. When I say this all the time. This comes from T.D. Jakes, so be mad at T.D. Jakes. Men don't want sex. Men need sex. It's a physical thing. Let, me, let a man go 30 days without sex and see if he, he can't fight a bell. You know what I mean? Women it is a different thing. Women need to be romance, and part of that romance is that a shame. So they need a romantic. Hey, make love to me, and a man can do anything as long as he gonna pump joy juice. Is a different. We need sex. We need sex. And the joy juice. It is joy juice, but we need sex. We don't want it. If it came in a can, a lot of people be out of gas. We need it. Well, but what I've seen, man. They're they're like us. They're just like us, bro. They, they, they it's not everybody. They don't need feelings all the time. I didn't see right. them. Uh, uh, I didn't see them on girls trips. I didn't see them out the country. They don't need feelings all the time. They probably right. telling you that they probably telling us that. I don't mean to say you specifically. They probably telling us that because that's a good game to run. If it, if she comes off and telling you, well, I need to have an emotional connection and this and the third, that's a defense mechanism. So to make you think that, okay, well, I'm not easy to hit. But that's not always the case. And I think that 
that I think that in a lot of situations, in a lot of situations that I've been in, yeah, they is they don't they don't need that much. They need the same amount of uh, initiation that, that we do. We they screw just like we screw. So I, I'm 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 done with the whole coddling of women. I'm done with the whole well, you gotta they're not you have to not do something. We put we have a woman, a female in charge of this country as vice president. You have to be able to live in this world now. We can't take take it easy on no one anymore. You know what I'm saying? We have you have to be able to deal with whatever comes with it. And at some point in your life, especially something that you've been practicing over 20 years, you should have a grip on having sex and and, and having a relationship. You should be able to separate those two. They got they gotta be separate from you, or you're, not, you're just not living in the reality and how things are right now. That's just, that's just the truth, man. We can't continue. We can't continue this. These are not children. These are absolutely not children. They having sex. They they want to have sex, and if they don't get the feelings that they want to get from it, now all of a sudden that you're getting made to to be a bad guy, which is just yeah, un- just unfair. You're wrong whenever they don't get the exactly. desired result that they were looking for. Now, all of a sudden, you know. Now, all of a sudden, you, you, yeah. you're the worst yeah. guy in the world. Now, all of a sudden, you had zero feelings. I, 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 look, you can't hide zero feelings. You just can't. I, I, look, I've screwed them with zero feelings. I can't hide that. Most men cannot hide the fact that I don't have any feelings for you in that, in that capacity. And, and most of the time, women know that. You know what I'm saying? And if they continue to do it, that's on them. Because we're going to, if he's good at fellatio, we're going to continue to get them fellatio. That's just, the, that's just the truth. If you don't want to do it, then stop doing it. If you want a relationship and you haven't gotten it, then you have to press the brakes on this. Now, the whole thing always is this. What advice would you give your daughter? Would you give your daughter the same advice to continue the relationship even though you feel like he has zero uh feelings for you <clears throat> whatever advice you would give your daughter you take that advice that's, that's Chris, my opinion on that man. yeah i don't know if this adds to the conversation or not but i have ruined a lot of early relationships not believing that the woman loved me simply because right after we had sex she was so in love like oh babe mm-hmm. it turned into bae oh i love you and i'm like oh i ain't really i don't really know you yet we just had sex and we having sex so we went from A to Z, and all the, the only dis- contributing factor has been sex, right? And I think Vanessa said something. Most of the time, they're not in love. They just dick dizzy. Let her get one better than the one she get in trust. The love crap goes out the window. You might be true. I've been listen. I've only been fired once in my life. I, I totally it was definitely my bugger. I wanted to meet to do like I, I know you lying, but you definitely sometimes you know gotta go to the sidelines. Even Tom Brady had to change teams. So, um, listen, whores, that was lust. Yeah, maybe it was, but lust, sex, romance, it all re- results in joy juice pumping. Yeah. Um, Let's listen, talk about this lust. Yeah, yeah. These black women. Let's talk about this. Yeah, you talk about it. Please elaborate before I go to the next topic. Well, you know, we, we were talking about that as as you said, the lust, and we were going to go into uh, these young women and them as far as these uh, role reversal and how it 
how it comes into play with traditional marriage or these biblical terms and the role the roles inside the house because it's a lust the lust for power you know what i'm saying but it's a lust for a man like you just said but then here we go um we seem to get the order of operations out the way i feel like as it pertains to god man woman you know and children but i guess we're going to elaborate on that a little more yeah i'm about to elaborate right now because i'm gonna ask you can add that in your comments <laughs> our black listen this is my my topic here and i'm not going to reword it because somebody feels attacked our black men and women and this comes from a show from the g series that i did with chris and i did with the name simone uh TikTok star name simone where TikTok stars you got 200k um where we were talking about relationship dating in 2020 and she went back and forth with the date doctor where she was saying that there can be two heads in a relationship like a man and women can be equal and with it turned into a whole conversation so i asked and i formed this question are black men and women because no other no other ethnicity is having the problems that black men and women are having are black men and women unable to unite in relationships marriages etc due to women no longer accepting the traditional or biblical order of the man being the head in the relationship when it comes to black women and black men hmm. did i did i get that down to y'all i agree to me chris date doctor you was on the show let's go uh oh wait chris chris i don't hear you i don't hear you say the mute button og yeah you might have went cold yeah, you might have went cold yeah okay okay i sounded like my stuff was going out so i took the headphones off but uh what i will say is this I'm, it's the same thing i said on the show um i think that women don't have practice in in listening to a black man or or being under black male authority most a lot of times they're not growing up with the, with the father in the house so you don't get there sometimes the father or if you have father sometimes that father is more of a weak father that, that gives off all the power to uh, the household to his wife so then you're not getting the full effect of black authority then now you go to school and the most of the teachers in school are not black males. I, I was talking to one of my good friends this this weekend, uh, D.T. Henry, who's a major, uh, who's a professor, who, who's major in, uh, has a doctorate in education. Two percent nationwide black male um, uh, teachers. So you're not get, you don't you don't have to deal with it then. So you never you never have to really deal with all the in uh, work the workspace. You don't have they don't have to um, deal with with being hired by a black man, being fired by a black man. They just never have to deal with it. So so when it comes down to the dynamic of relationships, it's kind of tough for them because they never had to deal with black male authority. When it comes down to like traditional or biblical since i don't you know i don't touch that i leave it up to you guys because you guys know a little bit more about that than me but what i've seen is most black women are christian that's just i don't know many black female atheists i don't know many black female um buddhists or whatever so most of the black women i meet are black christians 
but what happens is they like to pick and choose out of the Bible. They don't. They love the the scripture of he who finds a wife finds a good thing, but they don't want to look at the um the the part where it says the male the man is the head. They they kind of disregard that. So we that's and that's what a lot of Christians do. We we pick and choose which which part of we want to we want to follow, and you know we we do it like that. So what happens is. I think that when you get into that situation, you want to be equal. Just like they say on the uh, show, they saying equal. And I agree. Black men and women are equal. I just don't think they're identical. And we should look at it like that. Every, all men are created, created equal. Everybody is equal. The child, your child is equal to you. That doesn't mean that your child needs to be making final decisions in the household. I believe that black men in itself Need to take on more authoritative roles in life, period, and especially in the home. Like I know, like I said on the show, I know black men that want to put things in their baby mama name or their mama name. You that's not assuming responsibility. When you assume a responsibility, then you get responsibility, then you get to use that 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 spreads off into your life, especially at your job. We're not going, we're not truly try our best to um to open businesses so that we can go to uh damn i'm, I'm really breaking up here i'm gonna go i'm gonna pass this off and I, I, i'll be right back y'all all right let me take that from chris are black men women unable to unite due to women no longer accepting the traditional order um and then Muriel Taylor, why do you think black couples are the only ones with that problem? Sadly, no one ethnicity follows that male head of household closely anymore. Sadly, no one ethnicity. Well, the interesting part about that is on the G series where a show where me, the, the Nate Simone and Chris talked about it, we were only going off some data that was given to us saying that uh, compared to white and uh, Hispanic uh, homes, that our our numbers were far different. So that's why we highlighted that. So I wanted to make that point. Um, to me, Zay, I think a lot of women, oh, I'm gonna have to get this hate mail tomorrow. I think a lot of women know what they want, but don't understand what comes with what they want. Um, when we looked at the Kevin, the Kevin uh, Samuels video, when you looked at the Kevin Samuels, when you looked at the Kevin Samuels video, she highlighted six figures. I need a man with six figures. And I don't think women understand how hard it is for a man. I don't think uh, women understand how hard it is for a real man. I'm not talking about the dude that you like and you know he ain't worth a damn. I'm talking about a real man. Because once become once that man's become a father, once he becomes a husband, he's carrying on additional stuff. So now his load is a little more harder. And I think um, black women for this topic, have to be open to seeing their part um, in the in the issue between black men. We know the issues black men have, but I think black women have to be open to say we have a part in it as well. Because I asked y'all something. How many times have you heard a man when asked about what he's looking for in a woman, when he's asked, when he's asked about his ideal woman, what kind of woman he want to date, marry, how many times have you ever heard a man say he needs a woman that makes six figures? No, doesn't care. And Kevin, Kevin had actually highlighted that he doesn't care about her income. So I say this to the angry crowd. 
I think more men are looking for partners and a mate compared to women because more women are looking for. I think that the new era of women that are succeeding the six figures and they some of the women that have the house, have the car, have the home have gotten to a point where, you know, they're looking for a mate. They say they want a mate, but it's more like I'm looking for that. I ain't going to say that mirror, but they're looking for uh, because in reality, you can find a lot of good dudes that don't care about how much you make. He's still going to be the man. He's still going to love you. He's going to be that person that you say that you're praying for. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I think more women now are looking for security and lifestyle. I think men, and I, I stand on that. I think men, you don't never hear a man say, I want six figures. He like, I just want a chick that I want a chick that's going to have my back. I'm looking for someone I'm going to find some peace in. I'm looking for a woman that's going to pray for me. I'm looking for somebody I can be vulnerable with. And then you flip it on the other side. My women are saying, oh, I need him to be six, seven. I need him to make six figures. I need that. Da, da, da. And you got probably about 10. You probably got two, one or two brothers out of 10 that fit that criteria. Now you got a whole bunch of women in line trying to get this dude like, uh, like people wait for the potterlet, portalet at a uh, festival. Everybody, it is dude, but you got eight other dudes. Like, okay, you, okay, oh, this white woman, she sees something in me. Okay, so give me that hate mail. Um, I want to say something. Hey, if I you lead where we're going, I'm just saying. Again, men. I mean, get to know men. I know, I know people personally that. They don't give a brother the time of day. They look at him, profile him. Oh, girl, he don't look like he bought nothing. He don't look like he got nothing. Hell, I was that dude. Remember the expedition? <laughs> Boy, I'd have people profile me, and I'm like, you ain't got nothing. But now I got, a, I don't, I didn't change the website. I'm at the red light. Beep. I'm at the hey, the you inbox. The wrong thing, G. Dumbest I had money before. You should. The dudes that got the new car got a payment now. The thing that, that kills me is this. We always hear, the, like, the price of, it seems like the price of cooperation and submission is so high for us. Like, they tell us, they tell us, we'll follow, but you need to know how to lead. Like, mm, you, ever, uh, uh. like you can't define leadership. That's like a pseudo-manager and say, oh, I'm the mm. manager, but... I, I don't you don't have to listen to me or anything like that. Like the thing is this, you can't define our leadership. Man. I understand if you want to if you want to experience our leadership, then that's what the courting stage is for. That's what the relationship stage is for. To notice if this man can make good decisions. Is he a, is he a leader? But as far as trying to tell tell him how to be a leader, then that means he's not a leader. That means you are doing it you put you just a puppet and you're pulling the strings. What what has to happen is one for us. I put it on us more than anything else. We have to take on the responsibility a lot more. And that's from from ground up to 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 all aspects of our life. We have to take on more responsibilities. But at the same time when it comes to women, we cannot be backed down and we cannot we cannot let let them tell us what how we supposed to lead. We know how to lead. Let get out the way and let us let us do that. And as far as where we going, we going to the top, baby. Buckle in the seat, uh, turn on the radio, and we going to the top. 
Well, Fred. hold on. Let me address something that I've seen. I saw some women making some remarkable comments about, you know, them having a problem with submitting because men don't have an example, so they don't know how to lead, right? We hear you, ladies. So if you have that much sense to recognize that, when you have an individual that's willing to come to the table with you, right? And I say this all the time, try and get on the same page with that individual. If you know that he needs a little help, don't be so hard. You feel me? Because he don't have he don't have any blueprint to go by, but he's trying. You got to start with that. You understand what I'm saying? And try and build from that. You dig what I'm saying? Um, it's not, it's not, huh? How did he get her? If he couldn't lead, how did he get her? If he Can wasn't I good at this, how did he get her? You can't tell me I can't lead, but I'm I was good enough to get you. That doesn't, that, that doesn't make sense. But that was just the start, though, Chris. That was just yeah, the start. Right. So it could have been, it could have been a physical attraction. It could have been right. some something intellect-wise, right? However, oh. what happened? You missing something? Talk to me. We both. I'm the protector. I'm the man. So I, mm -hmm. I'm in front because I'm the protector. We walking down this dark hallway. I'm in front. I'm the man. I gotta protect you. We both going down the hallway. We don't know where where it leads to. Right. We both going forward into life and a relationship. We don't know what's in store, so you saying if you're leading, where we going? Shit, we going to say I don't. We both hey, going, we going, going where we going. But start asking those silly questions and, and and start figuring out how you can help get you to where you're going. Okay, sit down. Maybe that guy is a man. He 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 knows and wants to. He he wants to lead. He knows that he has to lead, but he might need some help. Help him out along the way. Don't try to tell him what to do. I don't think he's going to try to tell you what to do. He's going to let you be open. But y'all got to figure out how y'all going to get down the road. And y'all bickering about who's in control is a problem. And I think that's a problem that happens a lot. So as, as the question was saying, um, is it hard for the black man and the black woman to unite due to the differences with or them accepting traditional or, or biblical roles, whatever the case may be? I think that I think that's where the problem comes in. That um, let that man be the head. Let that man be the head. Be his help me meet him where his where his weaknesses are. Try to be his strength or or pop those ideas into his head so that he can take it and run with it so he can lead y'all. One thing I'm a firm believer in is a man is the head and a woman is the neck. Meaning that man leads y'all situation, but he can't do any of this without you. Women y'all are are very smart. But I think y'all using it the wrong way. Aid that man so that y'all can be better. That's all I keep talking about. And and I think that that'll solve a lot of the problems. Stop worrying about, oh, I made more money than him. I'm the head of the house. But you cause a conflict of interest inside your house, and y'all never gonna get anywhere. Y'all gonna be you're like, emasculating oh, you're emasculating them. Look at the look at the. You definitely problem. emasculating them. I don't give a damn how much money he makes. Look at the you want an old school woman, but not a but not an old school man. My grandfather used to bring um, used to bring my grandmother home his entire check, and and she gave him what was left. Great man. Uh, what man is doing that today? But want to be leaders and want us to follow. That is the that is an amazing price. Your whole entire check just for submission. That that is that's for cooperation. That is crazy. It makes that makes no sense. We are both in this together. We are both in this together. Every great corporation works this way. From your school, from business, from the government, every corporation run this way. There is a head, and that and that person, that leader, uh, 
he goes back to his counsel and get, makes the best decision for this for that situation. Now, what I'm saying is this: the reason why I want to fit that role is because if I do mess up, I'm going to go through hell and high water to make sure that we get out of this. I want to put the brunt on me. I want to put the weight on me. If I make a bad decision, which I will, I, I'm, I'm not perfect. I'm going to make a bad decision. But if I do, I'm going to go all out to fix this situation. I'm going to go all out, do everything I possibly can. <laughs> I see that coming. I'm going to do everything I possibly can to make this right. And I'm not going to put that type of stress on my oh, lady to make, a, to make up for a decision that she made wrong. So in every case, I'm going to be the one that's going to dig us out of this situation. All I ask for is cooperation. All I ask for is belief. Belief goes a long way when it comes to a man. If a man, if a man, if a woman is his that man's number one cheerleader, it's amazing what a man can do. But it's time that we start to do that. Believe in that man. That man can probably can probably lead in all aspects of his life. But he needs what he needs from his woman. And the reason why he picked that particular woman, because she gives him the courage. She give, He gives them the motivation to make these tough decisions. And, that, and that's all I'm saying. I'm not, I'm not saying that women, I don't want to talk down on women at all. But at the same time, I believe I put it on us. We need to take on these responsibilities. We need to take on our household. We need to get into entrepreneurship. We need to create jobs. So that we are authoritative, and that's 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 my take on it. Listen, I want to go back to something Weaver said about the household because my grandfather was similar to an extent. However, she's like these dudes now are like that. You know why? Not to bash some of my brothers. It's a difference between boys and men. A lot of y'all playing with the boys, and a lot of a lot of people ain't got no jobs. A lot of jokers ain't got no job, but you don't hold them people accountable. You got to have some accountability as well for the choices that some of y'all are making. So a woman say, well, ain't no guys out there like that. I know three that be on this screen every every week. You know what I mean? So um, every dynamic is different. Um, you got men saying, you know, they looking for the perfect woman. You got women saying ain't no good men and no decent men. And then the decent men be like, I'm right here. I just don't look like you think I should look. I don't. I'm not gonna listen to that shit. I'm not gonna fight. I'm not gonna fight with you. I'm not. I didn't pick you to fight with you over and over again. Look, this is what I. This is what I'm gonna do. I don't have any ill will towards you. I want uh, want the best for us and whatever situation that we got going on. But what I ain't gonna do is fight with you over and over again about that. I have to make these decisions. I have to be precise, and I have to live with whatever I do. And I'm gonna face that. But no, I'm not negotiating everything, man. That's what that's what make these tender dick men that they're so scared to make a decision. That's why that's why he asking you where you want to go because he's not used to saying, "Hey, this is where we're going." You know what I'm saying? You can't you can't be picking choosers with this shit. You have to uh, you have to sit back and allow that man to say, "Okay, well, this is the director that he that he want to go with. Let me follow him and see what he's gonna do because he has the he has the willpower to do it or pick better men." Because there's a lot of us like that. We're not going to go into this whole male bashing, men ain't this and men ain't, men ain't that. No, absolutely not. We are like that. We are we, we are one of the leading in, in, in fatherhood. We are one of the highest grossing um, people in people in this world. We There's so many great things about us. And it, and it seems like when we talk to our women, it ain't nothing but a bunch of, no, they ain't this and they ain't that. 
man, I don't want to hear that shit no more, man. I'm tired of hearing that shit, man. You know, you know, look like uh, uh, listen, I think we're gonna have to have another round. I have triggered Chris, who yeah, is just man, turning right, to man, we, we, everybody, killer. On this, everybody on this on this show takes care of their kids, work, has a has another business on the side. You know what I'm saying? Like, what the what, what are you talking about? I and every damn near every man I know is like that. I can't I, look, it's not my fault that you're going into Stony Brooks and trying to find your mother, your goddamn prince. That's not my fault. That's your decision you make it. A lot of us, a lot of us are like this. A lot of us are doing big things, man. We, we, I'm tired of all this goddamn male bashing. That's all I hear. I'm tired of it. Well, I, I will say this, and I pose this question to the ladies. So the lady that was on the screen and said she's looking for a guy with six figure. I always say when I dated, the experience I had in Atlanta was different from the experience I had in Palm Beach. If I never moved away to Atlanta and, and visited other places. I probably would have married somebody from Palm Beach. When I went to Atlanta, I met women that had their own house, car, jobs, all of it. It was established. And they really would be like, I just want a decent dude. You know, it's, we ain't going to talk about why it's a shortage of men in Atlanta, but she really wanted a dude. I've had friends that have met a woman that just wanted a decent dude. She's giving him money to start a business. Hey, she didn't fix them up. I ain't saying that's what y'all got to do. But, you know, it's different down here. I meet women that's you cute. And then we had that conversation and it's like, you ain't got nothing. You telling me what I need to have on my list of things. <laughs> and you don't have anything on that list of damn self. Like you ain't got nothing, but maybe a good two rounds, uh, once or twice a week. Like you don't have, so somebody, so I say it all that to say the man with the six figures that you are talking about is saying the things that I'm saying. The man with the six figures, is looking for X type of chick. He might even smash it. He might even talk to you. But when it comes down to his list is a little different as well. So I'm saying, how many times have you seen a woman that's making the six figures in this region go and get a brother that would genuinely love her, care for her, and be that dude uh, a chance? It's some blue-collar dudes. It's some blue-collar dudes that work for the city and do all, you know what I mean, that got jobs. He didn't go to Harvard. He didn't go to FAM. He ain't got no degree, but he worked every week, and but, he take care home. He don't care about how much money you make. He gonna pay the bills, and that it ain't no do, time. Do, he's that gonna do exactly what we were saying. Her grandfather did. You understand? Right. He's gonna take that bit that he has and does everything that he can so that that wife can pour into him so that they can get wherever it is that they need to be. Um, I heard someone made mention of, of our brother, and I'm gonna speak up in his defense because he's not here. They said, Where is he to set the tone? One thing y'all know about my brother, and two things for certain, that biblical order is definitely in effect. He's definitely the head of his household. His wife is definitely his help me. She's gonna be his strength where help he's me. at. And he's gonna continue to do the rest. So I think one of the problems that happen inside of that is with the individuals, the young ladies like the one you're speaking about that make that high income, they don't know how to yield to that man being the head. And I think about um I think about a few years back, I think our good brother Kevin Williams, if he's in the comments, Kevin made a post once saying, How would you a, a woman? How could you believe uh, that a man can be the head of the household or the leader? Would you let him be the head of the household or the leader if you were the breadwinner for the house? And most women that I see aren't able to do that. They aren't able to let that man lead just because 
they make more money than him. It causes more conflicts in the household because instead of submitting, they have something to say that's probably counterproductive to them getting where they need to be. And I think that that, when it comes to the traditional uh, way of living or the biblical standpoint, I think that's where the problem right. comes in and us uniting. I want to say two things. Chris, I want to highlight two things before I go to Chris. Okay. You have to, if you don't believe in something, you're not going to trust it. I used to tell y'all, complain to you, I would meet females that have lost their faith in decent dude, that the belief that is a decent dude, that instead of us getting to know each other the first two weeks, the first two weeks they spend trying to prove that I'm just like all the other ain't crap dudes that she's met before. So when that comment said, the man that's making six figures never home and probably cheating, if you think all men cheat, how are you going to receive the decent dude? You ain't going to receive him because you can't believe in him. And, the, and back to Weaver's post for my comment, we do check people that man bad because sometimes Men that bash women, you have to look at their character. Cause most of the time, dudes that bash women sometimes want to be women. You know what I mean? But you have to separate when it's male, a man bashing, and when a man is venting, asking a woman to look at something that they are doing. And that's what we do sometimes on here. Like sometimes we just want y'all to be open to say, like, damn, just be keep it one hundred. Sometimes we just want you to keep it one hundred. It can't everything be. It's a man's fault, Chris. Well, I, I wanted to speak on the um the highlighting of male of women bashing. I think that we've said on this show a hundred uh, over and over again that we're not in support of female bashing. Now, corrective uh, um, criticism, yes, we may we may have something that's you know that's uh, that you may not agree with. But as far as male women bashing, that it's counterproductive. If you constantly talk highlight bad women then that's that's the ones that get the uh the the shine and we're not talking about highlighting good women which would create more good women so I, right. I i i don't i think that we should never ever but i don't think that's our fight honestly I, that's not that's not our fight that is when women see that see men bashing women bashing women online why don't you block them why don't you why don't you stop talking to them? Why don't why don't you make it so men that bash women, and I mean true bashing, they don't never get no box. And I guarantee you they'll stop bashing women if they stop screwing. You know what I'm saying? Like that's 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 what I'm saying. I don't think that I don't I don't I don't support any bashing of women because I think that as black women and black men, we we don't we don't have time for that. We have time to have open and honest constructive conversations, yes, but as far as just Oh, these hoes ain't this and these. No, you don't hear. You ain't gonna hear that on this show. On this specific show, you're not gonna hear that. But we are open to have constructive conversation. Like we we get it in the um in the messages every single the time. Week. Women speak their mind. We listen to these comments and then we rebuttal from the from those comments. But it's never it's never gonna be a time not on this show when you're gonna hear us just bashing women. But yes, we are open for discussion. Well, Chris, the thing with that, with the male bashing, and, and I say it again, um, the best thing about the show Saturday, I think it was Friday, Saturday, G Series, I was surprised at all the YouTube comments that came in. And you made a good point about accountability. Because I know, I personally know a group that I had to sit down with a friends that say, listen, all y'all single, all y'all single, and all y'all do is male bash. You know what I mean? Like, 
it's the fourth quarter. They ain't in their 30s. They in their high 40s. And I'm like, you got one person. You have one person in this whole group that just keeps the mess up. Oh, girl, we have we should do a girl's trip. And this is it's like you have to put that person out. Of, I don't understand that that rationale of because we don't male bash. We don't we don't bash women on here and we don't like um, women bashing us. I'm just saying if y'all don't and highlight to the women, if you do not believe in men, then how how are you going to receive us? If you think that all men cheat, when I meet you, you accusing me of cheating all the time. I don't want to be around that. That's not even peaceful. You know what I mean? You need to resolve why you think every man cheat. That mindset sometimes, man. Like I say, I'll meet women who the first two weeks will show what will treat me like I'm the most doggest dude. Oh, I know you got a bunch of hoes. Oh, uh, I bet you do this, and I bet you do this. Like Google me. I, I hate to say that, but that's not good. But do your research. Like, damn, I might be just a decent dude. Why did you? Why can't you believe that you actually meeting a decent dude? But some people have so much PTSD which we're going to talk about that they cannot accept that there's some decent people out there. And sometimes they can't accept it because of some of the dirt they've done. We don't ever talk about that. We don't talk about that. Right. Cause for a long time, I was that person. I remember when I was way back in the day where I could, I would mess with some chicks and she'd be like, she'd be like, Oh, I got to do after we didn't smash. Or she'd be like, Oh, you know, I told him I'm going to the wash house and she came over and, and she out, you know what I mean? So that messed with my self-esteem for a long time. Cause I like my trust was I was gone. And honestly, I always say, like, if it ever came back to me, I had to accept it because I was that dude. So how can I not think I'm special enough that it doesn't happen to me in the future? So you know, karma is something. Ladies, man, you smile too much. Yeah, you, you're not special. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> you what? Special. You're not special. You're not, none I'm of back. them. Are. <laughs> you're special. You're not special. A lot of people think they're special, though. Mm. Yeah, this is true. Like the like the rules don't apply to them. Like karma doesn't apply to them. And it applies to all of them. You, you can't live this player life and not think that some of that residue is gonna come back on you. That's no. gonna come back, and you got to be willing to take it. You just you just have to be willing to take it. But at the same time, man, I think that it's it's just counterproductive for us to talk about talk down on black women. It's counterproductive. It makes no. It makes no sense. So let's. I, we always want to uplift and, and talk and shed light on positive black women. You know what I'm saying? We have a lot of them. We have a lot of entrepreneur women right here in the um in the comments. You know what I'm Great. saying? We got a what's up? And we got a red hostile brother in the comments. We got Terrell. 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 I just said it messed up my trust, Terrell. We got to get Terrell on the show because he has been the angry waffle Terrell, color man. brother. For a lot of episodes, and we got to bring him on because his thoughts are just different. <laughs> he is—he is the hybrid man. You can say. Yeah, we might. Say that. <laughs> but let me ask you something: Is male bashing at record level? At record level highs, due to women not accepting accountability. You know what um, I mean? Like, and I'm asking the women, like, we just trying to have a conversation because, like, it's just a trendy thing when you read comments. They be like, he ain't this, he ain't that. In fact, it came from a meme the other day. What I shared with y'all, where the girl's like, "Oh, I didn't ask this dude. I asked him. I asked dude for two hundred dollars um, by three times a week, and he always told me he ain't got it. Mm. You know what I mean? I'm like, and he called a man broke, 
and all this stuff, right? And I'm like, you ain't got it. You, but you ain't got it. <laughs> Classic. Like, why am I giving you six hundred dollars? You know what I mean? Like these new dudes are a little different, but is is it is, is male bashing at a, a record high because of who? I don't think that I don't think that male bashing is at a record. High. Well, I take that back. I'm I'm explaining what I'm saying. So the the male bashing that we, that we think that we're hearing is more of an accountability thing. So when we talk about the bad choices that are being made, right? Um, a lot of women make bad choices and then they blame men. You know, uh, man, dog, he ain't want to do this. You know, whatever. Yada yada yada. You heard it before, right? But I think that somewhere along the lines, what's being messed up or being misconstrued is uh, truth, hard truth. When you're being when you're being truthful with an individual, especially a woman, and they can't take it, they'll turn that what you're saying into a negative but it's just a hard truth i'm not trying to be negative with you i'm trying to help you and and oftentimes what what happens i think or what i see is because we're living in a in a in a time right now where everyone wants to be positive that when you do hit them with a little bit of truth that you're seen as negative and now the bashing begins and i hate that because if you're going to ever become better at anything that you're doing you got to look at the first that you're bad at so that you can work on it. And that's not, you know, that's not to be bashed because the person is is pointing that out to you. They're not trying to demean you or down you. They're trying to actually help if you will be receiving of that knowledge. But a lot of women are not. So they, they'll take that turn out against you. And all of a sudden they play victim and you're the bad guy. I see it a lot. Doesn't mean that um it's the all the only way that it goes, but I do see it a lot. And that can be misconstrued as that male bash that you guys are seeing. Both of y'all tackle that question from we before we go. So if a woman asks for money, that means she's broke or no. she's making sure he's doing something. No, what I was saying in the comments is not a relationship between boyfriend and girlfriend. It's just like everybody just casually mess on everybody. And you know, y'all go at a dude be like, oh, give me a couple of dollars. Dude, that guy that tricks like that, that's his MO. That's what he does. But we were saying that you're going to hide. I'm going to say this and I'm going to get man law violation for this. This is a, a free one for the ladies. The dudes y'all mess with, if all his money in his pocket, Zay, he ain't got no money. Heard it before. Yeah, Chris, I'm sorry. Well, for me, I, I just, I, I feel like a hit dog hollering. If you, mm. if she calls you broke and you start hollering, then that you probably is. I don't see why you even have to give a damn what she feels like. Like, our, we can't be so affected by women, by a critique from women like or, or bullying from women. Like if she call you broke, who gives a fuck? Who who, who gives a damn that she call you broke or a dog or whatever? We gotta stop. Yeah. We gotta stop that, man. We have to self-define ourselves with us. Like we need to be able to tell what's a what's a real man and what's a broke man and all that. We have to come together on that on that situation. We can't worry about what women say. When we, a woman is gonna say what's what's what works for her. So if she says you broke. And you you listen to that now you're gonna automatically become an ATM dog or you're gonna get away. If you have, I think women respect strength more than anything else. So you can't focus on that. And as far as bat, the male bashing, I think it's just culture. We we when we watched that same clip, everybody talked when uh, it was in an uproar, and most of women was in an uproar about the that man too, the way that man spoke to that woman. The next day, a clip comes out 
Well, he's telling a man, asking him about the size of his package and how he and the way he, you know, talked about that. There wasn't no outrage about that because that's culture. It's Damn. just culture. It's okay to talk to uh it's okay to talk to uh to to men that way. But again, we can't be so sensitive that we allow that we care what every woman says says about us. You know what I'm saying? I seen a clip where a man was talking about he's on a budget and he couldn't do this, and then the woman got upset. You can't give a damn if she gets upset. You have to have a lot. Stick to your guns, stick to your plan, stick to your purpose, and continue to move forward. Don't worry about what, what some woman gonna say because she's gonna get it, she's gonna get that to whoever she wants to give it to. Don't no. I'm gonna throw an audible on y'all guys because I was reading a comment from Tink Bell. Uh, I think the word compassion, the word is compassion. I believe men and women should have compassion towards each other when they're bashing or venting. Usually it stems from fair relationships, trauma, etc. I'm always reacting to the bashing as they must be hurt and hope they heal. Interesting you say that because we got a show. I have a trademark for PTSD, which nobody hardly talks about. Post-traumatic single disorder, post-traumatic creators. But I'm going to throw an audible on y'all before we get up out the comments. Flex culture. Now, we talked about that. Flex culture. How much does flex culture uh, impact what we're saying right now? And when I say flex culture, I'm going to define it. Um, you know, we live in a world in which status is defined by wearing logos, driving sports cars, listening, the AirPods, being able to afford the latest sneaker. The flex culture is keeping the middle class living check to check. Let's start celebrating those who invest, who save money, who have simple clothes and provide for their family. And I said that because um, I, I know someone who just met somebody, right? And they judged him by what he drove not knowing this man owns three businesses and he just he's yeah. most of the people I know have money not spending yeah. money on that type of stuff he has plenty of money doesn't work has three businesses but they looked at his what he drove and missed it and I was like I told him I was like well actually that's a blessing for you but on IG or dating it just seemed like this this image and this flex culture has you don't even know who the hell you meeting Hell, I tell you, I met somebody who on pictures looked like she was a Leah color. And when I met her, she was she looked like Zay. And she was like, oh, you don't know who I am? Like, uh, no. Hello. So I look good. What are you talking about, bro? That's about that. <laughs> I mean, well, you know, I, I hope a woman don't look like you. But listen, how much does that impact, man? Because I've seen y'all smile. Let me go to the comments. Because uh, It's one comment here. Well, Yolanda <laughs> S. Wilson say these ninjas is dating each other. Let's be clear. And then I can't Weber, disagree. Uh, Weber likes it. Uh, Amber likes it. And then Vanessa writes facts. Come on, man. Come on. Where Ladies, we love y'all. Chris, 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 I ain't gonna lie, dog. It kind of has some validity. I gotta go to Facebook jail for this. Like, these some new Negroes out here, man. Boy, some of the stories we be seeing, man. But we, I got to go back to her comment because we were just, we was different. I don't care how much money I have. She said she said what she said. Man. man. And Yolanda West Wilson, if y'all ever see her live, tune in. Yolanda is missing a show. You don't know what's going to come out of her mouth. She is missing a true talent indeed. But hey, let's be honest, bro. We're the last of a dying breed because you, you got to admit 
it's some stunting going on out here. It's some amazing things that's going on in here, man. So the wealthiest, I'm going to read some comments before we close out. The wealthiest people could care less about those things, which is what I'm saying. Um, you honestly say y'all be dating y'all class. No, she said, she corrected it. Y'all be dating, y'all dating out your class. There's no such thing. There's no such Everybody thing. Everybody There's no such thing. They, a man should believe high in itself. There's no such thing as him dating out of his class. Amber Dog said, I'm, I live in Atlanta. I'm just saying. Well, I tell you what, Atlanta ain't the same Atlanta that I left. Y'all done got gentrified, and I can't say the word because we got a sponsors. Fill in the blank. Gentrified and what rhymes with gentrified? Fill in the blank. Yeah. Oh, well, there you go right there. <laughs> yeah. There it goes right there, man. So, again, man, with the male bashing and the Kevin Samuels video, seeing everybody just outraged, we had to do that show simple. These um, new dudes is gay. Come on, man. Stop that shit on this show, man. Let's stop. Let's no, no, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. We're just not doing. No, we're not doing that. <laughs> not, Chris, come on, man. Come on, man. The new dudes ain't us. We Chris, Chris, you cannot stop a woman from saying the dudes that she's meeting is gay. How is she meeting all these gay dudes though? Like that's how the question. All these gay dudes. This this Yolanda looks pretty decent. Like how is she missing? How is she not getting men? That don't want to just completely smash her all the time. Like I don't get, I don't, I don't understand that. Oh, Yolanda is not. On, Yolanda man. don't have a problem getting men. That's what I'm saying. So why is she meeting all these gay men? <laughs> because observing, I think she's observing gay men. Yolanda don't have no problem. They might not make her make her cut, but Yolanda don't have no problem getting the men. That may be the difference. But that's a funny question in mind. Um, do we? Set your mindset like you you build for success to remain yourself. That is definitely another light scan comment. Uh, you know damn well if you broke, you have no business dating a chick driving a Benz, and you know not, that's not true. That's not true. I'm not that's fucking true. That's if they true. find happiness together, they may date. Yes, I do. Yes, I, yes, I absolutely do. I absolutely do. That, that her car means nothing to me. Her car means nothing to me. Her money means nothing to me. That means nothing. That makes no. That doesn't make you any better than anything else. Especially when I can take care of myself. I don't give a shit what you're driving because I don't need to drive it. I don't give a shit where you live because I don't need to live there. I don't give a shit how much money you make. I make my own. I take care of myself. I got my own business. None, nothing of those tangible things that you, you can have matters to me. I'm looking for something far beyond that. What I'm looking for is respect and cooperation. Mm. You can crash that Benz tomorrow. Not only that, that Benz is a big ass bill. That uh, all that that house is a big ass bill. What, what what's paying for that? Is any investments paying for that? Not to say this specifically to her, but what is paying for that? You racking up a bunch of debt doesn't impress me at all. I'm not speaking specifically to Yolanda, but the fact that you can rack up a, bu a bunch of debt and wear a bunch of de designer shit when you should be wearing a black designer. Does it does not make make a difference to me, and does not make sense. you above me? You know what I'm saying? That's just right. if you can if you can put me up on another level, then yes, I can tell you, I can I can take that. If you can put me in a position where I can make more money because of your entrepreneurial spirit or your connections, yes, that that put might put you in a higher class than me. But your fucking car don't mean nothing to me. Hey, angry man, let me tell you something. 
I think the subject of gay is coming up because there's a lot of talk about the black men in our city being gay or down low. Chris, I listen, I don't be in the streets, so I don't know. I don't even be on Facebook anymore. I remember at one time stuff would happen and y'all would hope, hear stuff that I just hope it's not the truth. I don't know per se. I just hope it's not the truth, man. I, I really hope that's not what's going on. I don't date men, so I really don't know what I'm being and I'm speaking. <laughs> I'm speaking, I might be speaking out of turn because they are the one that's dating men. So I don't Ooh. really know. I just want to be, I just want to be supportive and think that men are not around here with all these beautiful women, especially these black women. These black women are so beautiful. These black women are, are leading in entrepreneurship, leading in education, leading in all these other categories. I don't understand why would you waste time going to a sausage party? That don't make no sense to me. It, it, it just doesn't make sense to me. But what the term is, I always say, hey, you know, I don't, it's a new country. I don't understand dude playing for the Packers. Uh, but you know, Zay, you know what? Get me tonight because I'm throwing off tonight. I have not been on my hosting expertise tonight because of the, the gay thing. When I was in Atlanta, let's be honest, Atlanta was different for me because there is a shortage of straight men. There's already a shortage of single men, but there's a shortage of straight men. There was a, a big DL problem, there was a gay problem. So it was, like I said, it was different. So maybe me being a uh, seven here, I'm a nine in Atlanta. You get what I'm saying? So it's different variables that come into play. I just had to act. We just wanted to ask the women about the male bashing. Stay in your class. I'm not an obedient boy. Do you come to lay like bums and dogs and the ladies? Mm. Man, it's it's so many fruitcakes walking these streets, and you will never know. Man, what the hell have we opened up on this? Oh, I got a question. If y'all into all these kind of guys out here in this world, and y'all find a dude that's heterosexual, and he's willing to deal with you, and he's trying to work, why y'all ain't giving him a shot? Why y'all even pondering on these gay dudes? How y'all get that? Because she's not looking for love. She's looking oh. for love. Oh, that's the class that she's talking about. We so don't look. Go up in that class and start to meet the metros. And that ain't what y'all like. It makes sense. Oh, okay, because the rough and crump dudes, is that, you know, the regular guys, is that they outside, they they clap, they pretty straight, I think. Hey, no, was that Miss Yolanda or is that Mrs. Yolanda? Which one? But the don't see, I don't know if a Chris, chosen Chris, you. Chris, Chris, you the date doctor. You do not know Yolanda S. Wilson. I don't have that, that's y'all two hours strong. You do not now. You, I don't you do not know her. Now listen, this this what I'm, I'm saying. Don't come up with no bad credit, no money. Her meow mix costs seventy five dollars. Hey, mm -hmm. each his own man. I <laughs> this show just went left. <laughs> I, oh man, I listen. I feel like we're the last defenders of the. Uh, uh, the heterosexual right tonight because maybe we need to go go somewhere because apparently we the last of a dying breed out here because the comments are saying that we got a lot of people playing for the Packers. And I got to ring. That's what I'm talking about. I'm uh, saying yeah. this. So get it right. No, but but again, to the lady before we close out, this is my one thing. There are some good people out there. He just doesn't look like your fantasy woman grows up thinking about 
her marriage, how it's going to happen, how it's going to look, how she's going to get her proposal, how the dude is going to look, how the kids are going to look. And you don't really accept that sometimes you praying for uh, Dominique Wilkins size dude, your, your soulmate might be Sherman Hemsley. He might be a small dude. He's your same height. Oh, you don't want nobody short because when you wear heels, he's going to be shorter than you. Like some of that stuff is just superficial. So I just got to ask, do you really want love or do you want the fairy, fairy tale ending? So, and I got beef with Zay tonight because he just been sitting back smiling tonight. Funny as hell, bro. Funny as hell. It sounds like you, you you got a gun to your head over there, man. You too no, quiet. In my head. I'm looking at the comments I'm reading. I'm laughing. It's it's funny. Um feel like we our studio got attacked by testosterone levels at record highs tonight. That was estrogen. That was estrogen. That definitely was estrogen. Listen, I'm gonna retreat. We was waiting on Mario. Let's highlight this. D Mario Hardy who is married last year this time, since he's not here, I'm not going to congratulate him. I guess we are going to do that. You know what yeah. I mean? My dog on his honeymoon, goddamn it. Y'all yeah. know what's going on. There go my dog. Happy anniversary. Anniversary, my brother. We love you. There you go. Hey, man. I just want to thank Mario and his wife, all of us making it another a, a, a year in this marriage. It's not and my job. It's about us. We made it. Last year this time, me and the international black super friends, we went overseas to... Uh, Martin. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, we went over to St. Martin. We were in the Dutch side, and then you guys were everywhere else. But we went over there to celebrate the marriage of our homeboy, D. Mario Hardy, Mr. and Mrs. Hardy, over in St. Martin. We spent a week over there. It was amazing. And today... They were celebrating their anniversary. So we thought he was going to be on the show, but when the game get good, yeah, as it should, gotta I, guess he, I guess he uh, called in his sick day today. So we got to congratulate you guys. Uh, our brother really always speaks so highly about marriage, and he's just so goddamn happy. He talks about it all the time. So closing out, guy, Chris, what's your message to Mario since he ain't here and he Happy for you. Well, I just, you know, he's um one of my new favorite married people, so I want to wish him luck with that. Uh, um, I, it's it's kind of like a, both of our marriages because I feel like we did we did it together. I mean, it was my first time going out of uh, out of the country and dealing, and just seeing that was was good for me. You know what I'm saying? It gives it gives me hope um about marriage. So I just want to say, you know. I wish I wish you many many more years. As far as my closing comment, I wanna we always like to highlight black excellence. So for one, I want to highlight the new um, Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin, who is a black man. I don't know. I haven't done enough enough research on him, but I'm just happy that he's a black man. And I also want to highlight female black entrepreneurs. Uh, we have one Amber Dawkins. Her her brand is named Untamed Dames. Y'all need to check that out. We have Queens Nectar. We also I see Weber in in the um in the uh, comments. So I want to shed light on all Black excellence. You have a wonderful night, D ladies man. I want to tell my brother and my sister happy anniversary. You know, from this man. 
Cause that's me. You feel me? Uh, like Chris said, it's like all our wedding. Yeah, nigga, best man. Look greater than we. Turn <laughs> your glasses up. You know what I'm talking about? But no, um, I definitely, like I said, I want to shout out. Congratulations on a year down. Like Chris said, it's all our marriage. You know what I'm saying? Cause we want to be happy family. So, um, I definitely want to take my hat off to you guys. My dude was not here. He got a chance to take the day off. Well deserved. He's spending it with his wife, who lets him be the head of his household. Because she understands that she is his neck and it works for them. So, guys, take everything that y'all have. Um, hit our DMs with questions, comments. We we love the show. We love the input that y'all that y'all gave us. Even the ones that we don't like, we love it because we're gonna expound on it later. We'll talk. Um, but appreciate you guys for tuning in and giving us your time because you didn't have to. What you got? Yeah, I want to say, man, going international, especially that was uh, interesting. I didn't. I got a chance to uh, celebrate with that couple. We had a great time overseas. Uh, we were actually scheduled to be overseas this weekend, somewhere for our one-year trip. Um, COVID has really destroyed that. Uh, Weba, we thank you for tuning in tonight. Uh, Yolanda S. Wilson, but Weba is a go-getter. Uh, oh, I, baby, I, I love Weba a years ago. Yeah. fearless. <laughs> yeah oh yeah man but hey listen one, one thing about it when she step on the scene you know she there that's right okay thanks a lot chris um, i didn't mean to notice but uh terrell said we should be filming the show in atl we actually are we're just waiting on some cast members to um solidify us to talk to y'all agents and I know this weekend we're going to be filming a special show as well. Um, um, in Palm Beach County. In Palm Beach County. And then we're working on something. So hopefully we can get them. But you know what? I don't know how productive it will be, but I would love to have Weba and Yolanda Wilson on one screen. Chris, you want, it's more than you can ever you, imagine. Man. But having those two people, there's those two characters that I will absolutely tell you are interesting to speak to so you know they're not your average they're not your average at all um but to everybody listen i thank you for tuning in um the show we miss mario tonight but as always man we 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 thank you and hopefully that you join in please hit the share button please send some questions our way and we'll answer them we are always uh open for suggestions so please let us know all right. Thank you from the Black Super Friends. We will see you later.